0: It's time for Q&A in the Kitchen, Podcast Edition, Episode 8, How to Pick an Artist in Studio. Brought to you in part by Skin Kitchen Tattoo, the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, and Death Before Decaf. It's a show where tattoo artists and body piercers and those in the body art industry sit down and answer one question to the point where they beat it to death. So let's join the conversation now between Jack, Wesley, and Davo. How do you? Um, what should you look for when you go into a studio? When you're picking, and what you should look for when you're picking an artist to tattoo your or you?
1: Personally, I yeah. think you should look for a good-looking artist with a big ginger beard. Um, that, yeah. that helps a little bit. But what if that isn't available? Uh, but if that's not available, yeah. you know, just really the first step is always going to be. Um, Asking around, asking some friends and people you trust, kind of where a good location to start looking is for artists and good shops, and then checking out their site um, and looking at portfolios. That's the that's going to be each individual artist to them is their portfolio, and nothing's going to speak louder to you than their portfolio at first bat or first first impression. Now, I think every artist is they're putting their best foot forward with their portfolio. So it's important, I think, definitely uh get into those shops after you've reviewed those portfolios and start meeting those artists, talking to them. You know, if it's an important piece to you, which every piece really should be, um, but if it's a really important, especially an intricate thing or something like that, get in, talk to that artist, have a consultation, know who they are before um, you really invest too much into it. But, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a good, that's a good starting point. Yeah, I, I think, too... Uh... Yeah
2: and this gets easier and easier because tattoos it seems you just see them more and more and it's just such a common thing now that when you're out and about in in your day or you know whether you know them or not if if you see someone when you're in the store and you see a tattoo on them that you really like just friendly ask them i really like your tattoo who can i ask you who did it and uh the name that comes up the most That might be where you kind of want to start. Mm -hmm. Because the great thing about that is, not only do you get to see the tattoo in the flesh, walking around like it will be, not all shined and pretty and brand new in a portfolio or something like that, um, but you get to talk to the person. Mm -hmm. You know, they can go, oh, yeah, um, Jack did that, um, but what a fucking dick. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Real asshole. I mean, I like the tattoo, but... I don't know if I'm going to go back because the guy's a real prick. Yeah. So, or, you know, it could be the other way. Yeah, man, the shop was great. He was great. I've had other work done and, and, and it hurt real bad. He, you know, it felt like uh, angel tickles, whatever. <laughs> um, so I think that's a really great resource, you know, mm-hmm. um, because like you were kind of leaning towards the portfolio is only business? the ones that I nice. want you to see. Yep. You know, I could have fucked up a hundred, but I got one of those right. So that's the one you're going to put in my portfolio, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you don't get any idea of consistency. You get an idea of style more. Yeah. Um, you get an idea of, of the artist's preference of maybe what they want to do uh, and kind of maybe the way they lean. Some artists just lean very heavily on one style and they only really enjoy doing that one style. Mm-hmm. And some artists move around, but they kind of stick to a general style. Um, some artists from birth to death, they kind of stick with one. Um, me, I try not to stick with one. I try to be as versatile as I can because mm-hmm. I want to, that makes me happy in my work. I want to be as versatile as I can. so I try not to necessarily get pigeonholed into a, in a style. Um, but if you've got a piece that is very heavily stylized, you like it because it's very light, there is no outline or the use of the shading is a certain way, well, then you might want to go and look Research at people's artwork yeah. and see and find an art, that, art that, an artist that has art that leans that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to make it really easy to click with the yeah. artist because they're already kind of in that mindset anyway. Oh, that's cool. my wheelhouse. That's how I would do it. You know, if yeah. you just, you know, that's how I do it anyway. And that can be really beneficial because a lot of people um, go in and think, just assume, you know, that, oh, you know, this is what I want, and, um, you know, they're going to do it just like that. While the artist is assuming, oh, well, they obviously know my style isn't like this, so they would want me to change it, or something like that. And that's when I think clients come in and they get upset and they're like, yeah, the lines are so thick, or, you know, the lines are so thin, or, you know, they're, they're not real happy because they didn't have that communication with the artist because there is so many different ways to do it. But if you start off with an artist that is kind of leaning in that style anyway, It'll kinda of cut out a lot of that commu- that miscommunication. But mm-hmm. I know when I do a, a consult, that's one of my questions, you know, how do you want it done? You yeah. know, do you want kind of a heavy, bold, more older school look, a heavier outline? Do you want it more light, more realistic looking? Um, because I enjoy doing all those styles and a lot of times, um, a
0: design will look good in any style if you do it right. So, and that's mm-hmm. why bring in examples and tattoos. Right. You I love like that. Is very yeah. reference so mm-hmm. that you can so they can kind of get in your mind and go oh they like this they're leaning this way and they're leaning this way yeah I mean mm-hmm. like
2: something like a dragon when people kind of yeah I want a dragon wrapped around my arm well everybody knows what a dragon is yeah but I see a dragon in my head different than you mm-hmm. see a dragon in your head, and Lots it can of different styles. of Exactly, dragon. so you know, bringing in, you know, get on Google, print out three, four, five, or throw some on your phone. It's not just dragons; it's, it's literally in right. life. Right, right. Different styles of everything. Very, day. yeah. Rows can be done a thousand different ways, mm-hmm. and to some people, some styles look like garbage. Mm-hmm. And you know that that same style to someone else could be the only way it looks good. Um, so, relaying that kind of where your preference lies and what you think doesn't look good in the skin and what you think does look good will will lead you to a lot more likelihood that you're going to walk out of the studio happy Mm -hmm. you know and and reference is great you know even if it's not a tattoo that is the subject matter you're wanting even if you just grab some tattoos that you just think look nice in the skin that's going to tell me oh okay all these tattoos are lined pretty much the same way and they've got kind of a heavy black okay so i know that's what they're gonna like? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, all these tattoos, obviously, you know, on the other side of the spectrum. But that reference can really help fill in, you know, that that guessing point. So when you leave, because certain tattoos look right to certain people and done a certain way. You know, some people only really wear something that's old school and bold and yeah. you know stands off. And other people, ah, it looks too heavy. It Looks, I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Looks cartoony. Yeah, yeah. It looks and, like something my uncle would have. Yep, and a I can appreciate people. all of them. You know, so uh, and some artists. Don't you know yep. they will, you know, they really, like I said, lean on this one style and will stick to it. So, and it's and
0: that's a lot of things that you can gather by sitting down and having yeah. a consultation, yeah. If they have a few minutes, but even looking at a portfolio to, before the fact, I mean, yeah. and what and one of the things I always tell people to look well, let's uh look for in in portfolios is consistency, right? Because even if they they're going to put their best 20 in there. Most, every, any idiot on the planet can probably do two good tattoos. <laughs> right? And now, it. to do them consistently is an entirely different thing. i pulled up portfolios or watching the shops. I open it up. It's like, wow, it's great. Great black and great. What in the hell? What is, that looks like a two-year-old drew that. You know? and sometimes that might have been the person's what they wanted, but the reality is you start looking at it. It's like, well, that line's this big, and then it's this big, and then it's this big, and then it's yep. this big. They don't understand the technique and they don't have the skills to give you a proper tattoo. Right. So, yeah, it's looking at the consistency. Before I go any further, though, let you know. Jeff before decap, brought to you in part by. And they have great stuff. And we'll leave the links in uh, the description below. You should pick some up. It's local. It's and these mugs work. are for sale at the store, by the way. Uh, yes,
2: yeah, just in time for Christmas. I, I've only got, I think, a half of 20 cases. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have just like a half a box of them left, which they is maybe a, a dozen of them. I like only have
0: three storage. They make
2: great uh, stocking stuffers, and uh, you know, along with a gift card. And they're um, durable. Don't you? Oh, you can. Oh, these. No. Oh, what are they? Twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. Very durable. They have got the logo on both sides, Very so nice. these you can cool. see it coming and going. They're cool. They're nice cool. thing. They're Wesley approved.
0: See, seal of approval. That matters. Yeah, all right. What were we talking about? Oh, studio. Um, yeah. first thing I let me Now that uh, i talked about it, I have to have a step. Yeah, you need to catch up because I don't even know if I'm mm. touching the couch anymore. Mm. Woo! Okay, so uh, first impressions are very important regardless of what you're doing in life. If you're going into somewhere to have somebody permanently alter your body, your first impression of when you walk in that door of what happens should kind of dictate what exactly is going to happen. If you walk into the place and everybody in there seems like they're more interested in their phones and they're in the back room yelling at one another or what have you, and there's just this negative environment to it, like they're going out of their way to answer a question for you, you probably are going to have the same experience when you get either a piercing or a tattoo there. Mm -hmm. The other thing is look around. Uh, If you look around our studio, you'll notice that the personality of uh, one of the key owners... Or the key owner, yeah. is reflected in the studio itself. You can tell a lot about a business um, with a ran well because it does reflect the personality of the people that are in charge because you're going to have things hanging on the wall and stuff that they're interested in because they want to draw attention to it. The other thing is pride of ownership. Just like if you were going to go out and buy a used car off somebody, look around the area. If there's light bulbs burned out, it looks like something hasn't been dusted for six months, uh, if there's discarded... Uh, Pop containers in the corner, and mm-hmm. the bas, and all the garbage baskets seem like they're overflowing, and the toilets not clean. That's probably kind of a reflection of their overall cleanliness, mm-hmm. and also they may have lost their spark in owning the business in the first place. Yeah, with piercers, um, some things you want to look for. Of course, look at their portfolio. I'm kind of half and half on it. I won't put anything in my portfolio until it's completely healed. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of limited. And you want to look for consistency and that they've done that particular piercing. I've done a lot of piercings I've never taken a photo of because I did the piercing, it took six months for it to heal, and by the time it healed, I either totally forgot about it or the person never returned to have jewelry changed or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not as consistent with a tattoo where you're taking it immediately afterwards. The other thing you want to do is, if you have a chance, is talk to the piercer. If they start off Basically, just ushering you to the back to get it done, probably should choose somebody else. They should sit down and kind of talk to you about what it's going to entail with the piercing, how long it's going to he- take to heal it, kind of go over a perspective of what the commitment is for the piercing. Also, they should talk to you about risks, if that particular piercing has a high risk of migration or causing damage to teeth or what have you, to give, make you make an educated decision on whether or not you want the piercing. Um, Keep in mind that with tattoos or piercings, this person is going to be with you pretty much until that heals. If it seems like they're the type of people they are going to be like, "Yep, yeah, it's done, I'm done, that's not somebody you want to go to either. <laughs> you want to have somebody that's going to have that support system built in.
2: Yeah.
0: And education is a big part of that. And longevity in the businesses. Yes, yes, because those people don't last. And I've seen shops that had great ratings, great people. Everything was working great. They had great artists. Everything was just, they were just rolling in money. And then all of a sudden, somebody got mad at somebody or something happened, and the next thing you know, nobody goes there anymore. The quality of the tattoos, the quality of the piercings have gone down. People have left. People have come in. Those things happen because people just lose interest. Yeah. Or they become complacent, either or. Right. But yeah.
2: And it's and it's um, it's a high stress job. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those things, kind of like probably like teachers. You know, people you know they want to become a teacher because it looks pretty good on paper. Yeah, you get, yeah, you get off, three stuff. Blah blah blah. But then they get in there and they're like, "Holy fuck, this is a fucking job. I this talk to is kids a hard job, job." And that's why I think there's a the the turnover rate there is in the teachers. So yeah, there's longevity is uh, is a thing because. And um, like you said, especially in piercing, you know, some piercings take six months to heal. You know, you yeah. have somebody
0: that isn't going to be, you know, down the street or in a different... Somebody there. that when you have like you get in a car accident at three o'clock in the morning that you can text and at least within the next six or seven hours they're going to let you know how to put that jewelry back in. Yeah, yep, yep. you know, or what have you, or answer a question and put at least put your mind at ease. Yep. I do it for people that aren't even peers, right, on a regular basis.
2: Well, I mean, you do know, <coughs> that in just all that I think in the amount of uh, content you put out, you know, uh, knowledge uh, on your on your on the, on the website and everything else. I mean that's that's not free. No, but it's free. You know yes. that's 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 over twenty years of knowledge that you're just going. Hey, here you go. This is if this can help you out, take it because yes. uh, yeah, you want to help the industry in, in, overall. Because I, I want it to awesome. grow. Yeah, yeah. I want everybody to. I see. mean, the more the more great piercings are out there, just like tattoos, the the better overall piercings and tattooing just looks. And the further know. the advancement
0: of the art becomes. Right. Yeah. Because, let's face it, when we started in the industry, it was just starting to go through its first boom. Mm -hmm. And before that, there weren't too many people around tattooing or piercing. And the reason why was because there just wasn't that demand. But the industry had kind of stagnated up to that point. If you take the old boys that were tattooing in the 70s and 80s, they got really kind of uh, taken aback when everybody wanted to do custom pieces Mm -hmm. and fine line. That won't work. And it took a a lot of individuals getting very interested in that more fine art version of tattooing to get people interested into it so that it grew to where it is today. You have been listening to Q&A in the Kitchen, recorded live at the Skin Kitchen Tattoo, located in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, Those on the panel were Debo from the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, Jack Lowe from Skin Kitchen Tattoo, and Wesley Dickerson from the Skin Kitchen. If you'd like to see further episodes, please stay tuned. We'll be posting more in the future and do subscribe. If you'd like to watch the video version of this, go over to our YouTube channel. We post these every other Sundays. You can subscribe there and not miss one episode. So until next time, have a good day and happy piercing and tattooing. And if you're in the Des Moines area, we all hope to see you for your tattooing and piercing needs in the future.